Welcome to the Sages Among Us. Nevada County has a legacy of resources from farm and timberland to sparkling rivers of water and gold to a number of amazing people, just like my guest tonight. So uh, the Sages Among Us always tries to uh, find who among our population builds the community and why they give generously so much to, uh, to others. And so uh, tonight, my guest is none other than John Baggett, the superintendent of Nevada City School District. Uh, John, welcome to the Sages Among Us. Thank you, Brian. Good to see you. Yeah, it's great to see you again. Um, uh, full disclosure, we worked uh, <laughs> together for a while uh, in the distant past and uh, enjoyed working with you then, and I'm enjoying our conversation tonight. Um, so, Baggett may be a familiar name to those who have lived in the community for a while. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about, about your background and growing up locally here and your family? Sure, yeah. Uh, my uh, mom and dad uh, moved out here in the early 60s, I believe it was. Uh, dad, uh, both educators, uh, dad was a choir teacher at Nevada Union High School. And my mom was a, ten, a teacher, uh, mostly first and third grade at Hennessy School, which is now uh, Grass Valley Charter School. So uh, come from a family of educators and all of my aunts and uncles and are all uh, educators. Uh, they came, my parents came from poverty uh, and education was, uh, they came out in the, from the, in the Dust Bowl. And uh, education was kind of their gateway out of poverty. Um, and they held uh, education is really important, and uh, instilled that in um, I have th three. I have three older brothers. Uh, they're all um, interestingly enough. They all became educators also. Uh, so uh, we're all educators, and our significant others are are all educators also. So um, come from. Uh, we grew up on Banner Mountain. We uh, musical family. Um, we, uh, my dad uh, started the Banner Mountain Baggett Boys Bottle Band, uh, <laughs> which was uh, Seven Hills School, where I, we went to elementary school in Nevada City uh, schools, and, um, and grew up on Banner Mountain, and the Banner Mountain Baggett Boys Bottle Band was a talent show at Seven Hills where we blew into these bottles that my dad filled with different levels of water, and we would play a, a, a something like Mary Had a Little Lamb or something, you know, but anyway, so... Um, <laughs> we all, uh, grew up on Banner Mountain, then moved down closer to, to, uh, high school. Uh, dad was teaching at the high school and lots of, uh, baseball, t music lessons, uh, football, everything under the sun for four, four boys. Uh, so being close to, and very busy with, uh, church and everything, uh, just, uh, uh you know, parents were just really, really busy. I don't know how how they raised four boys and taught full time, uh, uh, but they did an, uh, did did, a, did an amazing job. So it sounds like uh, having a, a teaching credential is almost in your DNA. I mean, <laughs> in order to be a baggot, you have to uh, be in education, right? Yeah, uh, kinda. I mean, we it, it is we're it's more about I think also about service and the importance of education, but also mm -hmm. serving others. Mm -hmm. um, and I ne didn't necessarily uh, know that I was going to be an educator for sure, but uh, went to uh, after 
after uh, graduating from Nevada Union High School, I went to UC Irvine, uh, uh, Orange Coast College, Junior College, and then UC Irvine. Mm-hmm. Um, studied music and thought I was going to probably be a music teacher like my dad. Um, and then uh, seeing that um, uh, a couple little things happened along the way and uh, uh, decided I didn't want to be in music, uh, teaching music. Uh, I saw my brother Rod it was was uh, back in those days they were uh, laying off you know they always laid off music teachers mm-hmm. first or arts teachers and so I saw that and and then um, I uh, ended up uh, taking uh, studying in different disciplines and, and ended up getting a, a degree a double major degree in political science and studied political science and music okay for, yeah okay yeah. so what was your your main instrument in, in music was it voice was it a uh, piano what what yeah i did i did pass barely passed the piano proficiency test <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah voice I was, I was a voice major and um uh all of us all of my brothers we all play or sing a little something uh, but i'm mostly mostly voice was mm-hmm. was my instrument and uh so yeah do the banner baggot boy bottle band ever get together uh we the bottles we don't do the bottles anymore but it is uh, at least not not filled with water yeah yeah yeah, i might have something else yeah yeah um we we uh we do get together and sing uh uh occasionally it's it's not uh you know maybe once every year or two we're all four together uh two of my brothers live out of state and then rod and i live in town um so yeah, we do get together. We sing uh, little uh, quartets and barbershop, and mom and dad always really twist their arms to, to to do something, and then they'll sometimes uh, ask us to sing locally. Rod and I just sang a couple of weeks ago at Atria um, Assisted Living uh, mm-hmm. with a, with a group, and and uh, so yeah, we we sing sing around town here and there. Okay, okay. Well, you know, obviously, as we've discussed, you're you're one of several. Educators with the last name of Baggett, um, but you're you're John Baggett, uh, you know none of the other Baggetts. And so, you know, from your perspective, what makes you unique within your family, and and what do you think are some of the character characteristics you share with your other family mm-hmm. members? Yeah. So the I mean, obviously we all share the education piece, um, but I think uh, one thing that makes me unique is I I think I am. I think I'm the only one that went to the dark side, you know, where you and Became I went. Became the Brian. administrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we went to become the administrator. So, so yeah, that, that's a joke, of course. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I um, my my brothers, older brothers, have leadership roles at their universities where they teach and they're um, heads of their departments and those kinds of mm-hmm. things. Um, but um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I also my uncle Bill was a superintendent. Uh, and a principal, um, and uh, he he was kind of a role model for me. And I saw what he did. And when I was in college, I I took some political science courses and realized, wow, I really like. Uh, I, I was finding myself in a practice room, kind of like kind of like this KVMR room, where mm-hmm. you're you're kind of you're alone practicing music for hours. And I'm a real people person. I love working with people and and listening and 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 making change. Um, and, and so I felt like, wow, p- politics is really, uh, the, the way that I wanted to go work, you know, working with people essentially. So did you, did you consider, you know, 
politics politics like you know working in government somewhere N- not really i guess when i use the word politics is more mm-hmm. like it's more like political science and leadership right. I, I should right. say really is, mm-hmm. is leadership and then looking at leadership i was senior class president i was president of eighth grade uh, student body president at seven hills you know so the, mm-hmm. i look back at my past I, you know leadership and and working with people that's what i really enjoy mm-hmm. i of course music i, I enjoy also but um but that's what I, where I really decided I want. And I remember um, that I just really enjoyed working with people and leading groups. And mm-hmm. uh, so then there were a couple of, couple of pivotal moments where that made me choose the direction that I, that I went to the dark side. Yeah. Well, when you mentioned pivotal moments, you know, one of the questions that we often ask on The Sages Among Us is, um, you know, can you think of a watershed event that mm-hmm. for you, you know, maybe you didn't even know it at the time, but it, mm-hmm. it really had a major impact on the, the person mm-hmm. that you would become? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously there are people, but, but the events, let's start with that. The uh, couple of events, the one that uh, when I was at UC Irvine, I've... Uh, I knew I wanted to go into education. I thought I wanted to go into education, but then I uh, wasn't really thinking music education was the direction I wanted to go. And I volunteered um, at a uh, at uh, Franklin Elementary School in Santa Ana in Orange County, which is a is the more impoverished part of Orange County. Most people think of Orange County as Newport Beach and Irvine, and you know, very wealthy. Uh, community but uh santa the anna oc the oc yeah the the uh santa anna is more impoverished and i worked my 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 job it was volunteer but my I, what i was there to do was to help homeless students stay in the school where they where they regardless of where they end up sleeping one night or the other night uh that they try to keep, keep them in the school where they are and build a relationship with them and and i I spent a lot of time thinking about teaching high school, uh, and and when I saw ele- elementary kids in the classroom, I, I just thought, wow, this is where you can really affect change, and and that's that's kind of a pivotal moment when I worked with Carlos, and 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 saw the lights go on um, in his mind and in his eyes, and and that made me think, wow, I can re- I really see how you can affect change. In, element, in elementary kids. And so that was one, one pivotal moment. And then another pivotal moment, I think, when I was teaching at Newcastle Elementary, that was my first teaching job. Um, and uh, I didn't really realize that I was being a leader in, in and I was, it was, it was back, you know, Brian, those days when that thing called the internet came out. Remember that? <laughs> So we were wiring, we were wiring the interweb. School. You remember that Intra, yeah. interwebs? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was before the Google was even invented. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so uh, we were wiring the school, Newcastle Elementary, uh, for uh, the internet, and we had a. Um, it was we had zero dollars, and we got cable donated. We had we, I brought people from Hewlett Packard that was big, a, a big component of parents worked at Hewlett Packard down in Roseville. That was an mm-hmm. HP. HP was real big down there. And I got all of the, a bunch of parents that knew switches and routers and, and cat five and all of that. And we all got together and in one Saturday and we wired the whole school. Wow. Yeah. And, and we, um, we got t-shirts, you know, we did, we did the, we did it big, you know, Newcastle net day. We call it was called. And one of the kindergarten teachers came up to me, Jerry Sweezy. I'll never forget. And she's still, we're still friends. 
And she said, you are such a great leader. You just got everybody here. And, and I, we weren't paying anyone for, for any of it. They just, you know, just people just came and did it. Teachers, classified staff, everyone. And that, that moment when she said that to me, it, it made me think, I, and I really, I wasn't even thinking about it as a, 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 a path toward administration. Mm -hmm. But, um, but that, that happened. And then at that time, they were starting to hire technology coordinators for school districts and I was getting a $200 stipend to wire all this to, to do the whole get wire the school to to um, uh, put a computer lab in you know wire the computer lab and then teach teachers how to use technology and that's what my real p passion came through technology where I started teaching teachers how to use technology because mm -hmm. they were you know it was like they the email was brand new right right yeah, yeah. so you like you you were naturally interested in that and a little ahead of the curve mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. you know became the bridge for for a lot of others. Yeah, uh, uh, obvious case of, you know, just uh, real leadership that mm -hmm. uh, didn't yet quite have a title. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So you went from there, uh, from Newcastle, you ended up in the district that was to become Twin Rivers. Correct, yeah, yeah. And uh, was that, did that move coincide with your first administrative job? Yeah, that was my first administrative job. Uh, I applied for a job in, it was called the Rio Linda School District, had 21 elementary schools um, and uh, 10,000 kids. And I had, uh, and my brother Rod had actually worked there as a music teacher and, and had gotten laid off because the budget, the budget got bad. And I remember um, I applied for a couple of technology jobs. I got a, I, I, I get in this real Linda and I called my brother and said, didn't you work for real Linda? I, I have an interview tomorrow. And he said, yeah, it's an amazing district because real Linda is a little town. And I thought, I don't, I, you know, I don't know much about the district, but then you start looking at it and again. This is before the internet. Mm -hmm. And, 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 um, so, uh, re, the district was a really well-run district. And then, uh, we did merge four, four or five districts all into one to become twin rivers. I mm -hmm. was part of that. Um, and so that was that kicked off. I was a coordinator, uh, a principal. I worked my way to be the a director of curriculum for the for the the district and specifically uh, educational technology. The district mm -hmm. was big enough that there ended up being a, you know, the wiring side and the nut, you know, the nuts and bolts, which I wasn't as interested. In. I was more interested in the ed tech, so ed tech science. Um, music, of course. I had 13 music teachers that I that I got to work with, mm -hmm. um, and so that was that was my. Uh, but they were pretty happy to have somebody that was uh, as uniquely qualified to understand what they were doing. <laughs> um, so, you went to college in Southern California. Mm -hmm. um, your first job was in Newcastle. Did you uh, only apply in Northern California? You know, a little closer to home. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're right. I. I after graduating from UC Irvine, I, uh, I, I really decided, you know, I don't know that I, if I'm going to, if I'm going to go into education, I don't know that I can even afford to buy a house in Southern California, but no, I miss the pine trees. I really, mm -hmm. I really felt like, uh, Northern, uh, as the kids say these days, NorCal, you know, NorCal people are, uh, just seem to be much more, um, deep uh and 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 just really more personable and i just it was just really familiar to me uh katie my wife and i we did move to sacramento for five years we lived in sacramento uh but then we kind of kind of thought well you know where do we want to spend the rest of life and raise our raise our kids and um and it was just really hard to beat nevada county 
Yeah, yeah. So you had mentioned, you know, when I asked about the watershed event, you'd said uh, something along the lines of, well, yeah, you know, there are people and there were events, and you mentioned Carlos as sort of a, a watershed <laughs> event, getting your focus more towards elementary. Um, who are some of the people, you know, other than your your parents and siblings, um, who have been, you know, influential, perhaps mm -hmm. mentors, or just, uh, you know, had a role in the direction your life has taken? Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, there are lots of people along the way, of course. My, my mom and dad, of course, um, uh, service and educators um, and, uh, and, and teachers at Nevada Union High School and Seven Hills and, and elementary school, all of those teachers. I played football for Nevada Union uh, as well as sang in the choir. So I had lots of mentors. Um, Sven Ostrom was uh, a, a mentor for me. He was my dean. Uh, not because I was in the principal's office all the time, but he was my dean and 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 he was my supervisor for when I was class president and um, at Nevada Union. Um, and then moving moving into college, a couple professors, uh, specifically Joe Husty was the music uh, director at UC Irvine. Um, very much reminded me of my dad mm -hmm. and a lot of similar programs, Madrigal Dinner they do at UC Irvine, uh, lots of similarities. And then Paul Von Blum was a professor of political science that really took the time to sit down one-on-one -on -one with with uh, college kids to ask them, you know, what 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 their passions are. And he he was a, a, a he had a law degree, and he and and I really enjoyed. I did consider going into law after talking with him, but then um, he decided not to go into law and be a lawyer, but actually to teach law and to teach mm -hmm. education. So he was he was a a real mentor for me. And then moving. Uh, John Cohey hired me at Newcastle. He mm -hmm. was a principal at Scotton. I don't right. know if you remember that name, but but uh, John has passed away. But but he was a mentor for me. He hired he he hired me as my in my first job uh, at Newcastle, where he gave me the opportunity to be the technology coordinator. Um, and te uh, while I was teaching, and I I was doing all kinds of things as a first first four or five years teaching I was it was a small school so I was able to be athletic director and I was able to coach volleyball basketball and he just gave me a lot of opportunities and mm -hmm. I would al always go and consult with him before board meetings and and such um and um and then moving up into to uh Deborah Lavoie and, and uh and Frank Porter were two administrators in Southern Cal in in uh, Sacramento uh where I, that that mentored me uh in Rialinda and Twin River School District and Frank Porter was the superintendent that was chosen to lead the the charge to merge Twin Rivers and then become became the superintendent mm -hmm. of Twin Rivers and um he was became my mentor for several years um when I became superintendent at uh, principal at Colfax Elementary um uh they needed they, their budget was pretty slammed and there was they needed some some work to be done there and and gail garbellino the superintendent of placer county asked me who do you want to to help you uh navigate this and i asked for frank to be my mentor and so frank was my mentor um there and then also eric fredrickson Mm -hmm. um, great, great superintendent of Grass Valley School District when I was there, and we worked together. And he was, he was a very, very uh, helpful mentor for me throughout. Sort of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we're listening uh, tonight to John Baggett, who is the superintendent of Nevada City Elementary School District. I'm Brian Buckley, and we're on the Sages Among Us. So. 
John, I think you're in a uh, great position as an advocate for young people to uh, answer this next question. Um, if somebody wants to work with children, what are some of the steps you might recommend that they, they take? Yeah, well, there's two, two capacities if they want to volunteer. There's mm -hmm. always volunteer opportunities. You can call the school. Uh, I recommend you, you kind of see what, what, what's your passion. And if, you're, if, you're, if you love books, you could read to kids. Um, and maybe you like to, if elementary or, or, up or middle school. Um, work, work kindergarten through eight or transitional kindergarten through eighth grade. So essentially like preschool through eighth grade. So if you're interested, call, call any school, not just Nevada City Schools, but any school mm -hmm. um, and ask for uh, opportunities to volunteer. We have uh, all kinds of, there's all kinds of uh, opportunities in Nevada County to, to volunteer, whether it's um, in uh, libraries or events. Um, and then the other uh, is go to edjoin.org if you're looking for a, a, a job to work if you like working with kids and um there's opportunities on edjoin is where a lot of people that aren't in education don't know about mm -hmm. edjoin and that's where all the jobs in in california for education are put out there so for certain jobs that we like a typically like uh we needed a nurse so nurses don't usually look you know, on EdJoin. Yeah. So we put that on, on other avenues, Indeed, and those other, other avenues, we put those on there. And then that, that uh, gets people that may not be thinking. Um, we, we like to do that just because some people might think, oh, maybe I want to work with kids and I don't know. Do you need a credential to work in schools? For certain aspects you do. Uh, the the, the te te To be a, a teacher you do, but there are... There is a teacher shortage right now, so there are opportunities sometimes if there are really hard positions to fill. Uh, math teachers, uh, special education, some of those uh, science, some of those areas are are, uh, are are in need. And so sometimes um, in certain districts, especially down in Sacramento County, you, mm -hmm. you can get a job with a bachelor's degree in science. You might be able to get a job for one mm -hmm. year uh, with a special permit assuming that you'd want to continue and get your credential. Mm -hmm. But you also can work in a, what we call classified positions, positions right. from custodian to yard duty to library clerk. Instructional uh, assistants. Instructional assistants. Uh, lots of jobs that are fun working with kids. And, and some people piece those together into three or four positions and make a full-time job. Mm -hmm. Some people just like to come in for a few hours and, and, and do part of that job. And there's also a lot of incentive right now from the state to uh, become an educator so we have there are programs where you can become a classified like an instructional aide instructional assistant a paraeducator uh, and the state will help you pay for getting a teaching credential and mm -hmm. and and um, so that's a, a a program if you are employed with a school district the state mm -hmm. uh, has money that they are pitching in to help people get their teaching credentials. And, and many times, paraeducators, instructional assistants, they, they might be people who started off as volunteers you exactly. know, in, the, in the classroom. Many times. Classroom parents. And, yeah, many times yeah. there's a, yeah, a, a, a soccer mom wants to help out in the classroom, and then they end up, yeah, they end up working a little bit, uh, volunteering, and then getting a job. Yeah. So, so you've had a number of jobs mm -hmm. in schools uh you know obviously teacher principal uh director for curriculum um and in this past decade uh mm -hmm. as superintendent um how does the role of superintendent differ from your 
perspective from the other mm -hmm. positions you've held in education? That's a good question. The, the superintendent, the job that I have now, I, I feel like I'm, I am able to focus more on vision than uh, perhaps as a principal um, or because uh, when I was superintendent, I was superintendent principal both at Colfax Elementary mm -hmm. and you're doing the day to day every day. You know, mm -hmm. you know, there's this classroom needs this help and this this parent wants to meet with you. And you're, you're juggling a lot throughout your day as a school principal. Um, very busy job. And then in, and then in the evenings and weekends, I was I was doing my superintendent job, uh, which, you know, which is vision and policy and and a lot of HR and, and those kinds of things. So so I found now being a su superintendent, solely superintendent, um, it does give me more more uh, ability to focus on on supporting uh, the needs of the district and looking at vision and next steps and supporting our principals and our teachers and, and, you know, what, what are the needs and how can I help support mm -hmm. them? I'm able to spend a little more time doing that and filling some quality time, um, um, uh, less urgency, uh, every minute of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I do miss that. I get a lot of energy from kids and people. So, uh, luckily our, my office, our district office is on, on seven Hills campus. Mm -hmm. So I'm in classrooms and on campus every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, that's just great because I, I really do need that energy. And that's where I get a lot of the, mm -hmm. the needs and the questions and, the and the ideas. Do you find yourself, uh, inner, interfacing interacting with the community at large more so as a superintendent than you know perhaps as a principal or principal superintendent definitely um i i'm uh, on rotary 49 mm -hmm. rotary so definitely a lot of community events I, I go to i'm also on the board for the center for the arts um I, uh they didn't they needed someone in education on the board for the center of the arts mm -hmm. so i was asked to be on the board there so so um the, those kinds of connections with the community are are important, um, and uh, yeah, it does enable me to work with. The, and I work with the other superintendents in the county. We formed a joint powers of authority for uh, to improve food services in in the county and mm -hmm. work towards scratch cook, cooking and mm -hmm. uh, uh, f throughout the whole county. So those kinds of uh, of uh, opportunities to work with community members at large, like mm -hmm. you said. So you've been in schools for a lifetime pretty much and and a superintendent for the last decade um what's the most difficult thing about being a school leader these days hmm good question i think um i think it's it's making making the tough decisions uh covid was especially hard because everyone had an opinion uh and sometimes a very strong opinion um, about uh, their beliefs or their feelings about how we should be uh, together at school in person or not in person and wearing masks or not wearing masks. And so that, that really, uh, really reared a, a pretty ugly head on a, a lot of issues. And I think that was, that, that is a hard, um, that, that, that was a very difficult couple of years 
uh, for all of us and school administrators especially if I forgot what the number was but it was something like 30% of superintendents last year or the year mm -hmm. before last retired mm -hmm. um, or, or quit or left the profession because it was such a such a difficult right. difficult job so it's that balance of pleasing students looking we look at kids first what do the kids need? What do the students need? Student learning. We're always looking at that. Student learning. But then how do you balance the needs of the students, the parents? Um, and, and, of course, I answer to a board staff. of trustees. And, and, of course, yeah, the staff, teachers, mm -hmm. and, and uh, classified staff. Yeah, lots of constituents to answer to. Yeah. yeah. So um, kind of on the heels of, of that question, um, you know, you were born and raised in Nevada County, left have come back, uh, been around for a while. Uh, any trends you see, good or bad, uh, in schools or in society larger that uh, you see um, see happening right now? Um, I think uh, big trend, of course, is the need for mental health. Uh, Post-COVID, uh, there's a lot of needs out there and just recognizing that it's we're we're all back pretty much in person, uh, and and to make sure you take time to put your phone down, look at each other, uh, get off social media. That that's that, that that's a trend, right? <laughs> social media, that trend. Uh, but but I would not say it's a trend, but it's it, it's the need for connection with human beings and mentoring children so that we can have them all grow up to be quality adults. Mental health is, is very important. Well said. John, thanks so much for taking the time to be my guest tonight. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Thanks, Brian. Great to be with you again. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and thanks for everything you do to make this world a little bit better.